What's going on, everybody? I just wanted to let you know real quick that the Hyperfocus Masterclass is officially live. We put a ton of time and energy into this project, and based on all the positive feedback so far that we've received from students, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Seriously, we're, we're really psyched on how it all turned out. If you're interested in learning all the habits, rituals, routines, systems, processes, frameworks, and more that you know help me turn my ADHD into a superpower to get out of massive debt and build a $70 million real estate portfolio over the past 10 years, then you're definitely going to want to head over to beyondtheapex.com backslash hyperfocus and check it out. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome to Amplified Impact. This is the podcast where we talk about how to build better businesses, invest in real estate, and how to hyper-focus on the things that matter most so that we can maximize our return on life. I'm your host, Anthony Vecino, and I've written a few best-selling books, built a few seven and eight-figure businesses, and currently manage a $70 million real estate portfolio. But the thing I'm most proud of is that I managed to turn my ADHD into a superpower. This podcast is all about the stories, lessons, and strategies I wish I had learned sooner in the pursuit of living a life beyond the apex. I'm psyched to have you here. Now let's go make some Amplified Impact. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. As always, I'm super excited to have you here. Today, I want to talk to you about, or share with you, 22 tiny habits that I think could transform your life in 2023 if you implemented them. Okay, now, full disclosure, 22 habits, that's a lot of habits. I'm not I'm not saying you should go out there and try to implement all of these. Maybe go through them and think about your life in terms of your four spheres of influence, like your mindset, health, wealth, and your skills. Think about where you're strongest right now and where you're weakest, where you could afford to improve. And then take these these little tiny habits I'm going to share with you and then figure out maybe which ones would have the biggest effect on your life because it's going to be different for everybody, right? We're all at different points on the journey. And so I'm just going to share with you these 22 tiny habits and it's going to be up to you to figure out which ones are going to serve you best and then figure out how to start implementing them into your life. So let's get to it. Number one, and this is a really easy one, but it pays pretty surprising dividends. Number one is drink a glass full of water with electrolytes every morning as soon as you wake up. So you, you probably heard people say before, just drink a glass of water um, right when you wake up because you're dehydrated from the night before. And this is true. But when you sweat, you're actually not just losing water, you're losing you know sodium. You're losing all these, these, these things inside your body that your, your body needs to continue functioning. It's like you just did a workout, right? And this is also why you should clean your sheets every night or you know once a week because they get, they get a little dirty. But... What you want to do when you wake up is drink a glass of water, but I find by putting some salt, some sodium tablets, some electrolytes, something like liquid IV or LMNT, which is element, I guess is what they call it, some kind of supplement where there's electrolytes in it is a great way of refilling your system with the electrolytes that it needs. In particular, your neurotransmitters need sodium to and potassium to be able to speak to each other. And by getting your electrolytes first thing in the morning, it actually supercharges your your thinking, your clarity. It gets you awake and gets you moving much better, more easily um, than even a cup of coffee. So first thing in the morning, drink your electrolytes with water and then have your coffee maybe 30, 45 minutes later so that, you know, you it can have its maximum effect. Number two is get sunlight in your eyes within 30 minutes of waking up as soon as possible. The the amount of science on this is pretty staggering. The the, the positive effects for resetting your circadian rhythm, for your mood, for your motivation throughout the day, it's all tied to how much sunlight you're getting on your skin, you're getting in your eyes. And, And getting this into your body first thing in the morning upon waking is one of the best ways that you can prime yourself for success for that day. 
Now, if you're like me and you live up in the, the frozen north where in six months out of the year, we don't have sunlight in the morning, then you need to get some work. You need to get like creative around this. I have a happy lamp. This is called a Verilux. And every morning, first thing I do when I wake up is I turn it on as I'm sitting at my computer. It's shining bright in my face and getting my sunlight. It's not ideal, but for somebody like me who struggles with seasonal affective disorder in the in the depths of winter, it's a it's a lifesaver. So you know, get 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 creative. If you're like me, you wake up early and you're not up and the sun's not quite up yet, then you're gonna have to figure out a solution. Number three, dumb down your smartphone. Your smartphone, it's too smart for your own good. It is designed to distract you and to pull you away from working on the things that are going to move you forward in life. It is too damn addictive. It is too interesting. It is full of too much dopamine. So I recommend finding an app that can dumb down your phone, turn it to grayscale so that it's just less stimulating when you play on it. It makes it a lot easier to not get tied in um, and waste tons of time on your phone. Number four, always be working on your five to thrive, your three to do, and your two to do. This is important just to always be very clear about what the priorities are for the day. If you're not clear about what are the high leverage activities that are going to move you forward in life, then you're just going to default to whatever is easiest. And typically, easy is not conducive with growth. So make sure that you always are clear about your five to thrive, your three to do, I'm sorry, you're three to free and you're two to do. If you guys aren't familiar with this concept, I've done a number of episodes on this podcast diving deeper into what I'm talking about here. You can also go to the YouTube channel and check out the millionaire productivity system that made me a millionaire in three years. That's the title of the video. Go check it out. I break it all down in there. Or you can go over to anthonyvacino.com backslash millionaire and you can download the three-step millionaire productivity system. And in there, I talk about these things as well. So those are your resources. Number five. Get out of breath every single day for at least 30 minutes. Just just recognize that your body, it's the only vehicle that you get to get through to carry you through this life. So how you take care of it is going to really matter because if you break it down, you don't take care of it, you don't take care of your cardiovascular health, your coordination, your flexibility, your strength, like these things are going to leave you later in life and your quality of life then is going to suffer as a result. So spend time now wherever you are on the journey, make sure that you're getting your heart rate up and getting out of breath every single day for 30 minutes because while this isn't technically true, I'm going to I'm going to say it as though it's true. It takes energy to make energy. So, if you want to feel more energetic in life, get into the gym, get out there, start moving your body and start spending that energy. Number 6, walk at least 5,650 steps per day. This is a really random number or so it would seem. There's a study out of Sweden where they found that people do do not on average get 5,650 steps per day had higher levels of anxiety and feelings of disappointment and frustration and mood disorders. And the average American only gets 4,200 or something like that steps a day. So they're well below that that threshold. So make sure that you're getting out there, you're moving and taking at least 5,650 steps per day. Number seven, if you're like me and you spend a whole lot of time sitting in front of a computer, you need to make sure that you're getting up and shifting your body around every 30 to 45 minutes. Um, I have a standing desk, so I like to kind of fluctuate between sitting and standing, but I would try and get into the ro- into the rotation of standing up and doing 20 air squats every 30 minutes. Just real quickly get up and just bang, pound them up. Um, you're going to, you're going to feel more energized. You're going to feel more focused, more clear of thought as you're sitting back down to do your work. Just make sure you're getting up and not just sitting for eight hours straight. Number eight, sleep with your phone off. I can almost guarantee that there's nothing that's going to happen in the middle of the night that necessitates you being available for a phone call or a text or an email or any of that stuff. However, if you are sleeping with your phone 
at arm's, at arm's length, you will be tempted to reach out and grab it. And so the best thing that you can do to avoid this is, is just to eliminate the, the potential for distraction. Remember, focus is the ability to resist distractions. However, if you're a lazy robot like me, then instead of trying to resist the distractions, let's just create an environment where the distraction never has an opportunity to get any traction. It never even appears. And the best way to do that that I know, make sure that the phone is not in the bedroom when you're sleeping. Number nine, give your subconscious mind an assignment. What I mean by this is before bed every night, I want you to sit down and and tap into the power of your subconscious mind. And the way that you're going to do this is by writing down a question that you want your subconscious mind to noodle on. That could be, I want to make another $10,000 this month. How can I do that? How can I make another $10,000? Actually write it out. And when you do this, your brain has opened a cognitive loop. And now as you go to sleep, your conscious brain might be, you know, out, out of action but your subconscious mind is still working. And your subconscious mind is so much more powerful than the conscious. And so when you wake up, what you're gonna do is you're gonna immediately go back to your journal and you're just going to start mind dumping. Just start writing. Doesn't matter what you say. It could just be complete nonsense. I'm just writing complete nonsense, waiting for my subconscious brain to catch up and start telling me how I plan on making $10,000. And then boom, something magical happens. Now you're in the flow and now you're writing out these ideas. You're like, where did this even come from? So this is how you tap into your subconscious mind and you give it, you give it an assignment. Number 10, tell three people every single day that you love them. Because if you want to feel love, all you got to do is give love. It's that simple. Number 11, give your partner or a friend, if you don't you know, have a partner, give them a 15 second hug every single day. Because like extended touch is very important for humans. It, re- it re- um, releases serotonin, uh, oxytocin, which are feelings or neurotransmitters responsible for feelings of well-being, for feelings of love and connection. Um, And you can easily cheat your system to give you these things just by touching another human for 15 seconds. It's, 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 It's a cheat code. So go give somebody a hug and hold on to them. Don't let them go for 15 seconds. Now, if you don't have a friend or loved one, you can do what I do. I, I have those. I have loved ones. And I have, a, I have a, a wonderful partner who lets me hug her for, for 15 seconds. However, if you don't, go do jujitsu. You get to wrestle around with people. And that's like a hug, right? Uh, not quite. But, you know, just trying to be creative here. Number 12, write down your goals on a note card. So we know that the science of like actually writing down what you want to achieve increases the likelihood that you're, uh, you're going to do the thing. But for number 13, our 13th habit, I want you to go one step further and I want you to take that note card full of goals and I want you to carry it around with you everywhere. Put it in your pocket and take it everywhere you go and try to pull it out and look at it every single hour. How much more likely do you think you're, you are to achieve your goal if you're constantly looking at it? Quite a bit more likely, I would say. So write down your goals and carry them with you everywhere. Number 14, wear noise-canceling headphones when you're trying to work. And then for me, one step further is, you know, download brain.fm. It's a great app that uh, releases or that plays binaural beats, which is shown to help you get into deep focus states. And if you want to do better, deeper work, then there are a few things that are going to pay bigger dividends than noise-canceling headphones and brain.fm. It's it's I, I would be lost. I would be legitimately lost without my noise canceling headphones. And it's a shame because I'm like starting to get in a bald spot in the top of my head because I wear them so much. But you know, that's the cross that I bear. 
All right, number 15, only work on one thing at a time. This goes back to the idea of prioritization and how you can only have one thing that you do at any given moment. Like the myth of multitasking or the, the, the myth of like being able to hold multiple thoughts in your head simultaneously, it just, it's gotta go away. Because you do not, I don't care like how good you think you are at holding thoughts in your head or multitasking, you're not. You're not. Because you can't do two things simultaneously. You can't have two thoughts simultaneously. What you do is you rapidly switch between these tasks, between your attention being on one thing and the other. And when you're doing that, you're losing time in between because you have uh, attention residue um, as you're trying to relocate and lock in and and get back into a groove on this new thing. So the more that we can reduce our task switching and just stay focused on one activity increases the not only the quality of the work that we're able to do towards that task, but the quantity of work too. So just focus on one thing at a time. When you're doing emails, just do emails. When you're writing in your journal, just write in your journal. Don't be journaling and talking to your loved one and uh, having a text conversation on the side. If you're driving the car, just drive the car. Don't text. Don't don't do anything else. Just focus on what you're doing. Um, I think you'll notice like a pretty stark improvement in the quality of work that you start doing. All right, number 16, let's gamify everything. This is a really fun habit because it makes life more fun. Like when you're playing a game, the intensity of life just it goes to a different frequency, right? Like when you see kids and they're playing basketball and nobody's keeping score, they're just shooting around. Everybody's kind of lazy. They're just throwing up crazy shots and whatever. But as soon as you keep score, the intensity level that everybody brings to the game shifts, right? And so you can do this by finding ways to keep score and to gamify things like taking out the trash or uh, like see how fast you can take out the trash. Um, See, you know, if you're walking the dog, maybe that could be see how far you can make it in 15 minutes, right? So find a way to scorify everything and turn it into a game. Number 17 is to feed your curiosity. In my experience, curiosity is the mo- one of the most important skills. It's up there with creativity in the modern workforce. If you want to separate yourself and like rise through the ranks and get that raise, get that promotion. Or if you're an entrepreneur, like the ability to just consume information and then repurpose it and put it together is incredibly valuable. So make sure that you you have a habit of refilling your curiosity tank every day, which is podcasts, reading, YouTube videos, whatever, like get the information in there. But our 18th habit is deploy criti- deploy creativity every single day, which is to say it's not enough just to consume and fill our curiosity tank. We actually have to do something with it. And so find a habit or create a habit or a hobby, an activity where you are regularly deploying creativity because it is a skill. And the more you use it, it's like a muscle, the, the stronger it gets. And so find opportunities to do that. Number 19 is write for at least 10 minutes a day. If you want to be a better thinker, write. If you want to be more self-aware, write. If you want to be more persuasive, write. If you want to make more money, write. Like seriously, writing is a superpower. It, I don't know how to put it any other way, people. Like It's hard. It's slow. It's cumbersome. It's uncomfortable. You probably suck at it. But bang for your like highest ROI, return on your investment for your time, there's nothing I can think of that's higher than becoming a very good writer, a very good thinker, a very good codifier of thoughts, a very good communicator. And all these things come back to writing. So write. Habit number 20, create the perfect day the night before. So before you go to bed, I want you to time block exactly what the next day looks like. Create the perfect schedule of like, if this was the perfect day, 
what would it look like? What would I be spending my time on? Who would I be spending it with? Put it on the calendar. Because if you don't do this, if you don't own your calendar, your calendar will own you. That's that's, that's how it's going to go. So the best way to do this, the night before, lay out exactly what would the perfect day look like. And it's crazy. When you do this, the likelihood that you actually achieve it goes up dramatically. So time block your day. Number 21, performance review before bed. So I want you to review your performance every night before bed. Look at the day and say, okay, here was the perfect day I laid out for myself. How close did I get to it? Was I right? Was this actually a perfect day? Did I hit it 100%? Did I miss it? Was there something else I would actually rather do? If we don't, if we don't measure this, then we can't manage it. We can't improve it. And most people, we just go through our days never actually reflecting, did I win the day or did I lose the day? And if I lost the day, why did I lose the day? When you go through this constant feedback loop of reviewing your performance and saying, this was a good day, but I could have done better here, you start to improve. You start to get closer and closer to that ideal perfect day. You never get there, obviously. It's you know, um, it's like chasing the horizon. You're never, you're never going to get there. But the process of it gets you closer. It moves you further along the path than you were previously. And that's the important thing is progress. It's growth. All right. Our last habit that will, I think, dramatically improve your life in 2023 is to talk to one stranger every single day. Could be in real life, you know, at the barista, but it could be online. It could be a DM. But I want you to get in the habit of talking to humans that you do not already know because we are becoming more isolated and insular and just shut off from having conversations with the world and getting outside of our think tank, outside of your echo chamber, outside of your comfort zone and actually talking to people is one of the most incredible things. Like I am afraid of humans. I'm an introvert. So this is hard for me. But all the things that make life worth living are usually tied in some way to other people, like connection and community and and love. And you can't feel those things typically if you're afraid to put yourself out there and talk to people. If you're just living isolated and sheltered in a closet, then your life is going to suffer as a result. So those are 22 tiny habits that I think could transform your life in 2023. I hope some of these serve you. Again, don't try and take them all. Just take a couple and start plugging them in and try to be consistent with it. It's not about uh, intensity. It's about consistency. So let me know which of these attract you the most. Which are you most interested in? Which are the most valuable? What are you already doing or what are you going to do differently? Let me know. Shoot me a message on you know Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, wherever. Find a way to get a hold of me. I'd love to hear from you guys um, so that this is more than just you know a lecture, more than just a one-way conversation. I want to hear from you guys. And as always, until next time, my friend, stay hyper-focused.